This is for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast. Over 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years in that games media combined, I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8am on podcast services, including Spotify, 9am on those YouTubes. If you want to join that PlayStation conversation, head on over to our Facebook, Discord, Twitter, Instagram, all the links in the description below. Oh crap! It's my turn now. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to join that conversation as it happens live, head over to Twitch.tv/slash/thepopculturist every Thursday afternoon at four PM. Except for next week, I have a wedding next week, so we have to make it Sunday. Yeah, that's fine. It's going to tape before recording. I totally forgot to right now. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so yeah, uh, we used to have that as a, uh, a reward behind our Patreon tier, but not everybody gets it now. Come and watch us record mm. the show live. Have a good old fun, bit, bit of fun times. Have a chat. But if you did want to support us, you can head over to Patreon.com/slash/SwapCultures. There's a couple of tiers there. Find the one that best suits you. As we said, no rewards, but it's just. You feel if you felt so inclined if you want to put if you want to support us uh, in another fashion in a more once-off fashion speaking of fashion head over to popculture.com slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it i got i've got some in the cart ready for you ready Ooh, to rock nice. and roll because you need to get decked out oh and we are also twitch twitch.tv slash the pop culture is playing games uh thursdays 8 p.m australian eastern time not choose, not Tuesdays. <laughs> not Tuesdays, Dave. Uh, you playing games? Talking wrestling. Oh, bye. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Hi, right, man. Yeah, not too bad. Tired. Yeah, fucking knackered. Eh? Fucking knackered. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? What's got you so knackered? Oh, you know, kid doesn't want to sleep. Mm-hmm. So was up all night. Yeah. See, thankfully, like my kid, because now he's old enough that he'll eventually just conk. Mm. We're babies. Babies are uh, babies are dumb. Babies will just fight that. They'll until- fight that until the end. Like this afternoon, I'm like, you need to have a nap. It's like, I don't want to have a nap. I'm like, all right, you have to, you got two choices. Either you lie on the couch with me or you lie in bed. I'm going to lie in bed. I'm like, okay. Because <laughs> I force his, force his hand. And then like, like, minutes. Yeah. Like, like that's right, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Finally. <laughs> Can't pull that with a mo- one month old. Wait, you could. You can talk to me like, go, you got two choices. Either you <laughs> lie there or you lie there. Just, that's, that, I found that's the method, especially with a toddler. Is you got, like, give him the illusion of choice, give him the pa- like, belief of choice. Yeah. But both options benefit me. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that is the trick. That is the trick. So other than, other than being tired, what, what you been up to in the, in the last seven-ish days? Oh, just the same old, same old, you know, work, hmm. games. Hey, have you, have you, are you back on that work train now, uh, now that you've had your time away and from Pat leave? And- <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much back on the schedule now, you know, sleeping most of my day away, working most of my night. It's been fun. It's tough shit, dude. It's horrible, I do it. Fucking horrible. How do you get used to it? Yeah. No, yeah, look, my, my, my work week's been all right. There's been, been some ups and downs as there always is, but, um, yeah, no, it's, it's just all a thing. Doing a thing, uh, yeah. I'm trying. Like, uh, this is so this is the downside, is because like you know the same thing happened with Josh and I. Yeah, because we we're both parents. Because we both worked <laughs> full time, nothing fucking happened during the week. Yeah. So what'd you get up to? Like, oh, I, I yeah, went to work. Yeah. Well, like like Chad always saying in the chat, it's dad gamers. That's right. That's what we do. 
Yeah, it's just repeat. It's, yeah. like, it's like, this is the standard. This is what we do. And if there's any some variance, I'm like, holy shit, this happened this week. <laughs> and like, that becomes the most interesting story because everything else is exactly the same. Yeah. Play any games? Uh, been playing a lot of GTA. Oh, unsurprisingly. Like, like a lot of GTA. Um, played a little bit more Witcher, a bit more League. Nothing too terribly exciting. How is that GTA trip going for you now? How many times have you done that casino heist now? Oh, we do it like, you know, twice a night. Yeah. <laughs> that. It's getting it's getting easier. I mean, it's still t- we still fuck up because we get impatient. And we try and do it faster and faster and we just make dumb mistakes. But, you know, we're getting there. I, I had a dream last night. <laughs> okay. And my dream was me literally doing the casino heist in-game. GTA. <laughs> now, it wasn't me being in the game. It was me playing the game in my dream. <laughs> but I soloed that bad. But I don't know whether you can solo it. No, you have to have two people. Nah, well, in my head, I soloed it. I, I don't mean, think I did too well. I mean, well. you literally can't get into the vault without two people. Yeah, you have to scan two yeah that makes sense now. Time. I think I skipped that part in my dream because I think I, my logic like, I was like, that doesn't work. Skip. Yeah. <laughs> it just ended up. But yeah, no, in my head, I pretty much redid the casino heist in my head. Yeah. Um, that was that's probably not a good thing. What about yourself? You've been you been playing much games? Uh, you played a little GTA with you early in yeah. the week. You played one level, made me want to fucking throw up. Um, <laughs> that wasn't even my fault. That, that level is that. bomb hot. It literally took us like forty eight minutes the first time we yeah, did it. Fuck all that the noise. shittest race. So there is a race because you know how GTA has all those little stunty things, right? Um, <laughs> there's one particular track where you can you know you got to like swing up the middle. Like there's this very little like ledge, and in order to proceed the 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 race forward you need to climb this ledge up into the middle of fuck knows where and then possibly you'll land where you need to land yeah i mean it is a custom made track so it's yeah just, which is fine it's just ridiculous like that's not even the hardest part of that race yeah it, i'm it gets, sure it's not it gets worse look the only thing that makes it harder is one of your fucking <laughs> friends parking their dumb as fuck car right in the way i could have I, I look i could have survived <laughs> And I wouldn't have got as mad if it wasn't for your fucking friend. Yeah, he's good at that. Because he's a shit. Like, multiple times. Like, we're trying to do that, trying to get away. And he's like, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to shoot something. Like, fuck, dude. I mean, to be fair, he literally couldn't do the race because he had a three-wheeled bike. That That's his fault. So don't make it horrible for everyone else, you prick. I almost said the C word then. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I'd love to play it again. Not with him. He's a prick. I don't like him. <laughs> no, he's fine. He's, he's all right. He's fine. He's all right. <laughs> and then, like, Cass thought I'd be, like, he was like, oh, man, Ryan's not talking to me. I'm like, no, I'm I'm just fucking mad. Like, I'd never have an issue with Cass. I'd never have an issue with Cass. Cass is rad. Oh, you'd be the first one to say that. Jeez. Oh, in the small time of speaking. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, oh, oh damn it. <laughs> Yeah, it's available with GTA with you. Not not as much as I wanted to. Um, uh, I don't know why. I just kind of didn't really feel it because that is the that is the problem. Is like when I because when I play it, for some reason, I, I this is why I think the role play will be as I mentioned last week will mm. be really good for me because I like playing my role. I'm like, cool. I want to go do some bar missions. I'm like, I'm not going to go fuck around. I'm doing exactly what I need to do. Yeah. And the problem is, very few people want to play like that. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't play like. That. Oh no. Yeah, I mean, so I said like, cool. I'm going to go do this. I'm just going like we'll structure it and we'll just make it work. Mm. It almost, I guess, approaching it like I would like my farming games, you know, where it's yeah. like it's all very logic based. It's all very like hitting, oh, did, hitting all the points. Did you did you end up getting on that farming game Fuck for a yeah, buck? Yeah, dude. Yeah, any good? 
It's a I'm playing it. Yep. I, just, oh, okay. I was like, uh, I'm sure it's well, it, dude. It's a dollar. It's <laughs> worth a dollar. Um, and uh, dash, uh, dash, Dave in the chat does say that GTA Five is on sale at the moment. Uh, yeah. So mm. I think it's on the PCs. Yeah, I believe it might be on sale everywhere. It was on sale on uh, the PlayStation over the break. Because mm. like, I had it on disc, right? I mean, to be fair, it's always on bloody sale. Oh, that's Dash. Hey, Dash. Because um, I just read your message on my phone. Because uh, I, was, I was sick of getting up. Look, I've, I've come to that point where I'm like, digital future all the fucking way. Not, not because of like, you know... What like, I'm like, oh, physical's bad. It's, it's you know, like, I'm just lazy. Like I'm at the point where I don't want to get up. Mm. So I want to play games without moving. So like, but if I can switch from this game to this game to this game without getting up, that is the future that I want. Mm. Well, that's something else I played this week. I What's played that? some Smash Online. Oh yeah, because one of my mates, he's like, oh, my kid's got it. His kid was trash talking, so I got on there and spanked him. <laughs> <laughs> Like decimated that poor kid. I uh, did. He did all right while we we're playing in groups, but yeah. you know, when we did the old one v one, did feel, not did not take it easy on him. <laughs> did it feel good being a small child? Always. Yeah. Always. It was fun. Um. Oh, it's been a small child. Oh, my little man's sad. I think he wants to come in. You want to come in, buddy? Oh, he's. He's two options: either he's peed himself, because he, or he's sad that I'm in here. We'll see how it goes. He might come in here in a minute. Combination blow. Co- could be a combo blow. Because <laughs> yeah. like, because yeah, because that's because the last week because we're tra- tra- toilet training him. Like he's he's so proud when he when he doesn't, but then like he's just had a nap, so it's very possible that he may mm. peed himself for a bit, which is fine. Um, what was I talking about before I talked about my child? I've been a bit me being me being our children. Yeah, Always cool. So I've had a bit more Need for Speed Heat. Oh, yeah. I'm about halfway through that game at this point. Um, once you still aren't giving a shit about the game in terms of like story, just playing it. Um, I'm now at this weird point where I need to do uh, like off-road missions, but the off-road, like there's like an off-road tracks. Okay. Yeah. And, and like all my cars are obviously street and race cars. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it needs to be this level for you to play it. I'm like, okay, well, that's... Um, I'll buy one of the fucking off-roady style cars and I'll deck it out. A bunch of parts into it doesn't change the, the the point level of the car. I'm like, that's fucking dumb. How am I supposed to get it to what I need it to be? I think it's so max. Because I'm trying to work because I think there's a way of how like it's it's acceleration and speed are linked to its are linked to its score. Yeah. But when you try to spec it as an off-road, it it, it focuses primarily on handling and traction, so it doesn't really bump it like it should. Dumb. Only because I want, like, I want to make this game easy. Like, like I put yeah. it on easy. I want to tear through this fucking game, and it's not letting me. Yeah, um, but one game I did play, I went back to because I had some downtime and I couldn't think of what to stream on Thursday. So I did. I booted up Resident Evil 2 Remake. I reinstalled it a while back. I'm like, I'm gonna do my second run. And over the and Thursday and last night and a little bit today, did it. Nice. Did my second run as Claire. So I did Leon as my first time. Got to yep. clear this time. Um, that game is so fucking good. Like it's exceptionally brilliant. Yeah. Like in execution, in delivery, everything about it is astounding. Like as it's one of those things I've been. I'm like, man, I forgot how good this looks. So it's got you mad excited. For oh, dude, trying. I am like at 15. I am like. You, Nips like pointing, <laughs> cutting glass. These bad boys. I am so 
so keen for Resi 3 right now. That's good. And because the, the best thing about it, because like the, I think the second run's slightly shorter than the main run. Yeah. So I didn't burn myself out in time. Like I wasn't playing for like 12 hours. Or yeah. I think yeah. I finished like seven. So there's still that oomph in me, like to do more. Yeah. It was cool to see like the quote true ending and, and sort of push through there. And you know, some of that muscle memory, like even though I played it, like I guess a year ago, well, yeah, cause it was 11th of January last year it came mm. out. So a year ago I played it and I thought it was perfect then. And now to come back and finish up that last end. Cause it's like, when I started the second run, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So it's more of the same. It's slightly different story wise. I, I guarantee it's not going to change how perfect I think this game is. Um, so then I, because I already was like four hours deep last time. So I was like, I restarted it on Thursday, went from the, from scratch and yeah, no, it doesn't change at all. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Like just like wandering around the house and doing the puzzles and all the minor details. It's just, just astounding. Yeah. Oh, oh, so good. But yeah, no, I'm like, we, my pants excited for three. Like yeah. Really hard. That's not too far away. Yeah, what is it, like March? May? April. Hey, in the middle! <laughs> <laughs> the very start of April. But yeah, no, like, yeah, no, ooh, yeah. Uh, like, uh, it's such a drought right now, I'm, I am still looking, like, you know how my, my plan was to go Horizon and touched it? Mm. Uh, I might do that next, actually. Well, I've just re-downloaded um, uh, Plague's Tale Innocence. Oh, nice. Because it's on... Um, it's Games Pass now. It's on Games Pass now. Mm. So I put it on, I downloaded it on my Xbox because my, my PC has a little bit of a whinge every time I try and play it. In what way? Well, I try and play it in 4K and my, my RAM just goes, please no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough RAM. And I'm too lazy to just swap the screen to the other one and just run it in 1080. <laughs> worst. So I'll play it in 4K on Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, like you said, that, I, I did almost grab that one on the sale on the week uh, of the holiday sale as well. It was just this close. It was this close. Uh, I don't know what stopped me. I think the idea was if I buy it on disc and then I don't like because, you know, I've discussed my fear of rats mm. in the past um, and mice. I was wondering, like, if, I, if I'm like, no, nope, can't do it, and then I can go trade the game back. Digital, like, uh, I'm locked. Yeah. And I don't have Games Pass. <clears throat> Fair enough. Yeah, I don't even have Xbox Gold. <laughs> I still have an Xbox for some reason. Fuck that thing up. I use that to, to help fund my PS5. Blu-ray player, mate. My 4K Blu-ray player. That's true. Yeah, but the thing is, I've, I've transitioned away from that too. You've seen the entire wall of Blu-rays yeah, I have true. in my house, but I've transitioned away from like physical movies. I don't know what... I don't know yeah, what... I mean, you're talking to someone who has literally every single streaming service. Yeah. Like I've got Stan, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus. Yeah, which I'm still pill from, by the way. Woohoo. I just Hulu. Oh yeah, Hulu. I did for a while. Hulu's good, man. It's just it's just the hoops you have to get through yeah, to get, I get it. It's so bum. I even have to even to renew it is near is mm. bullshit hard. It's done. I don't know why I thought of woohoo. Woohoo! <laughs> anyway, that's enough of what we've been playing this week. Let's jump in the section called Inform the Players. We tell you that what happened this week in PlayStation. It's so, far around for enough, I think. Yep. Uh, so uh, we have more delays. Unfortunately, this one really hurt me. That, Di- that brings it to five, five or six. Iron Man, Ma- uh, Avengers, Final Fantasy, Cyberpunk. Five, five. Yeah, yeah. Still time. So, so this is still not- time. <laughs> still time. It's number six. Uh, Dying Light 2. This is the second delay for Dying Light 2 because I believe Correct. the original was, was, was originally slated for last year. 
So, although never receiving a confirmed date, Dying Light 2 has been delayed seemingly for an indefinite time frame. To our dedicated community, it was a busy year for us as we continued working on our biggest project to date. We know you are awaiting the game eagerly and want to deliver exactly what we have promised. We were initially aiming for a spring 2020 release date with Dying Light 2, but unfortunately we need more development time to fulfill our vision of the game. We will have more details to share in the coming months, and we will get back to you as soon as we have more information. We apologize for this unwelcome news. Our priority is to deliver an experience that lives up to our own high standards and to the expectations of you, our fans. That was from the CEO of Techland. That was the the statement they released upon the announcement. So originally yeah. planning for Q2, so that's what? April, May, and June. So it's already a shitty period. And they're like, mm. fuck, all right, that's the way. <laughs> Yeah, this is, so this I was I was super bummed. I've been super keen on this game for quite some time, ever since I, I saw it being <clears throat> announced. Uh, my friends and I recently re-downloaded Dying Light 1. We mm. played through the campaign again. Uh, one of the biggest draws for us is it's a co-op campaign. Really good fun. Controls took a little bit of getting used to again because the controls are pretty whack. Well, yeah, because like it's one of those. Things, I remember when I downloaded Yonks back, and you're like, "Yeah, come play with me." Like, not recently, but mm. the time before, and I jumped back in. I was like, "Yeah, cool," and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" But then once you get back in the swing, it feels so natural. Well, it feels so natural because you know they've they've got jump tied to your to your your, your um triggers. triggers, so you can look and jump at the same time because it's a very parkour heavy game. Mm. So if you were constantly having to push X to jump taking your thumb off the, the thumbstick it'd be quite painful yeah no there, there, there's some great uh uh what's what i'm looking for uh 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 not intuition innovations mm. in uh dying light and like true looked to be awesome like i think it was yeah it would have been last year's e3 like 2018 maybe even 2019 mm. where they showed off the whole like growing of its city sort of thing it looked really yeah. interesting i was yeah i was super keen so i was pretty bummed when i found out that um when i saw the news that it was being delayed but indefinitely it. makes it scary i mean indefinitely just means that they just they're not offering us a date yeah they're, i mean they're, they're obviously from from what the ceo has said in that statement they're still working on it they're of just, course they are they're just not giving us a date so they don't have to re-delay if it mm. doesn't meet their well, I, th- I think coming coming off uh, Dead Island, which, you know, the first one was okay, and then they pr- progressively got poor. It'll be interesting to see if it now still releases on current-gen platforms. Yeah. Or if they just move it all over to the next-gen. I think it comes down to how simple the... Whether it's like that easily transferable. Mm. Um, but like, I think it would be within their best interest. Mm. Bring it to PS5. Do, you, mean, do you, have, you want to get any more emotions out? Like, cause no, I'm, I know, so, I'm I know you've got it. I'm it, super it, it, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. I deliberately left it on the news and then you left it off the news. And yeah, because you, you sent me the news. You sent me the news and I'm like, you slid it uh, in you forgot <laughs> this. He's like, oh. I'm like, I didn't. I just didn't want it to be real. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to old delays, uh, Cyberpunk's delays, the cause of those, They've, there's been some, uh, some word on why cyberpunk may have got pushed back so according to boris uh i'm gonna butcher your name sorry if you're watching this (laughs) (laughs) boris nilspilak sorry buzz not very good with polish names sorry uh a supposed polish insider current gen consoles are the main reason for the delay apparently they just don't run good 
Well, and <laughs> my favorite thing about this is there was a tweet that came out from Corey Barlog, uh, creative director of Sony Santa Monica. Uh, and he's like, yeah, no game runs good to optimize it, you fucking idiots. <laughs> so the, the Polish insider speaks about the situation on a popular Polish podcast, which has since been translated to English. He basically states that CD Projekt Red was running into real trouble when it came to getting Cyberpunk to perform on PS4 and Xbox One. The latter especially. It's unclear whether he was referring to just the base systems or the Pro and the X as well. I presume it's the it's the base models. Like, see, this is... The, okay, well, let you finish and then we'll, then we'll jump on that. Apparently, the developer had a deadline on solving these issues. If the things weren't fixed by January 2020, Cyberpunk would have to be delayed. And so here we are. This is a rumor, at least on a surface level, that does seem feasible. We can't speak for the reliability of the insider, but he's clearly confident enough to appear on camera and talk about what he has been told. So this is the one downside to the multiple SKU system, and this is the, and this is the same thing that Xbox will be facing moving into the Series X, is when you have to build for all SKUs, you're going to have a problem. Mm. So, like, I guarantee that shit runs brilliant, obviously, on the Series X. It runs pretty rad on, like, uh, the Xbox One X and a little bit trash and probably trash on the other ones, right? Mm. I'm sure it's the same. PS5 specs probably running schmick. PS4 Pro, oh, it's, oh, it's not, not as good as the X. <laughs> and then PS4. and But the difference is they're like, well, you know. Yeah, it is a shame. Um, Ed, I mean, like you mentioned about Corey Balog's tweet. Mm. Uh, it it does depend on how well they optimize it and whatnot. But just, I mean, personally, when I saw that trailer, mm. that E three reveal trailer, I'm just like, this is this isn't on PS four. Like that's high end PC. This isn't current gen stuff. This yeah. is, yeah, this is you know high end PC stuff. This isn't gonna run on my on my PS four. Yeah, because you got a oldie oldie though. Yeah, I've got the middle gen. I got the middle generation one, so I don't mm. have the I don't have the the OG, but I don't have a Pro. Oh, because it was that reboot. I've rebuild. got the, I've got the one that doesn't automatically eject discs if it. Oh, the slim, the slim one. <laughs> no, I don't have a slim either. Oh, when they replace the touch buttons with the actual buttons. Yeah, yeah, I remember the one. Yeah, I had the original touch button one, and that's what. Well, we've Pro. we've got one of those in the bedroom, and every once in a while, it'll just be like, "Hey, man, I just want to eject the disc constantly." And then you have to pull the power plug out of the back and then you keep pushing the power button because there's still power in the system. You got to completely keep going until all the power drains out. You know what it is? So that behind that button, because mm. it's a touch sensor, right? But it's, it's, it's mostly measured by heat yeah. and uh, by how, how it expands. So in other words, your PS4 is getting so hot that it's causing the button to expand and triggering the, mm. triggering the ejection. Josh had the same thing. He eventually just went in there and jacked the button out. <laughs> he literally cranked out the button so you couldn't do it via button. He could only do it by the menu. Because every time we play, it's like... Mm, <laughs> um, but yeah, so look... I think... It, I, I, pre, I presume it comes down to development time. Like, they really could have sat there and optimized it for the PS4 and the Xbox One OGs. But it was one of those things like, is it worth the time and money required? Mm-hmm. I mean, like the sacrifices that they have to make in order for it to to work properly on those two, is it worth it? But presumably, it is worth it because they are still coming to those consoles within the next couple of months. It's just more of because it moved to September, didn't yeah. it? 
Uh, yeah, so it's like nine months. I think within nine, if they can't solve it within nine months, I guarantee it'll be, it'll be pushed back to like November and become a launch. Yeah. Like the only explanation. Because if, 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 if there is any truth to this, this, this insider, then that's the only logical step, right? Yeah, like, look, can't, we can't, can't release on what we've got. It has to be next gen. Yeah, I can't see them releasing a game that doesn't work on <clears throat> on the base consoles. Yeah, and it's like one of the, you know it's the same reasons. Like even though Witcher came out at a time where probably you know they were splitting across two, they wouldn't have done it. Mm. It just wouldn't have happened. But then that, but then that's the same question still comes in, right? Because with Xbox specifically, with this no generational difference, get with the no console left then behind. What? Yeah, no console, but, but then what? Like, obviously, with PlayStation, that's not going to be an issue because, like, it's just PS5 only and everyone's like, okay. Yeah. But that kind of instantly... It's, it's got to be... They've got to be developing their games on a slider, right? Yeah, but, like, how... Like, well, remember, you, if you look at the Xbox One, the OG, and, like, barely pushing 900p on most games, how is that going to run fucking Cyberpunk? Yeah. If, if it doesn't have the ability to, to, to do at least 1080p processing... How is it going to do the density that is the, from what we've seen for Cyberpunk? So that there's your, well, okay, well, there's your problem already. It hasn't even launched yet. And we've already got a game that's questioning there's no console left behind. Yeah, instantly. And there'll be some jerk on his room like, "Why isn't it coming to Switch?" I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> I absolutely hate you. It's not coming to the Switch for a good reason. Mainly. Things won't be coming to Switch for good reason. From no, no, if no, this is a problem no, with... Nothing fits on their cards. If this is a problem with PS4 and Xbox One, games moving forward will not be coming Man, to have Switch. You seen, have you seen the, the Witcher 3 on Switch? It looks like bum. Yeah. That game is old. Hey, Switch people, I'm terribly sorry. You're getting no more cool third parties. <laughs> Alright, what's, ne what's next? So we've got more PS5 leaks. Oh, speaking of PS5. Mm, speaking of PS5, so this info was first leaked on 4chan. <laughs> However, this leak states that PlayStation's new slogan for the PS5 will be, it's time to play. Makes sense. Either this post has made a really, really lucky guess, or there's actually some truth to the leak. PlayStation appears to be in the process of changing its company slogan over the course of this generation. It's mainly gone with for the players as well as best place to play. But if you look at PlayStation Europe's Twitter profile, as pointed out by the Twitter user at Videotech, it now says it's time to play. This is really inconvenient because I'm already breaching one, you know, intellectual property copyright infringement, right? Like, they want me to change the name of the show? Like, what's the deal? I can only, I can only break so many copyrights, <laughs> all right? So, the leak... Uh, well, the we'll, go, we'll go beat by beat. We'll go beat we'll, um, by beat. All right, so apparently PS5 reveal event set for the 5th of February, 2020. Uh, that's like fucking... About a week and a half away. Yeah. Two like, weeks away. Okay, it's cool. This is like, this, once again, this is feeding off everything else, or this could be the origin of that, of that whole story. It's very possible. I mean, they, I believe they announced the PS4 in, in February. They did indeed. Yep. So, no. Yeah. Uh, PS5 release date, October, 2020. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, I had, I think I had, was it October? I think I had October 13. Let me check. Did you, where, where, where were you putting it at? Uh, I was putting it late October, early November. Okay. Um, but mid-October mid would make sense. Yeah, I had it as, now, I think it was the 13th, but was that October or November? Uh, that would have been November because it was a Friday. All right, cool. I'm, I'm out. 
Uh, PS5 price is set at four ninety nine US or four forty nine euros with only one model. Okay, the one skewy thing makes sense that like that's what I, I ideally would have liked them to do. Uh, four ninety nine is probably any higher than that. So that would put it at about five forty nine Aussie. Well, I reckon we'll wrap at six hundred. I reckon five fifty, possibly. Anywhere between five fifty and six hundred, like that seems to be the around the right window. Well, I'm, once again, these are all unsubstantiated leaks at this yeah. point. But the issue that we're facing here, a lot of these things have been around circulation for a long time. So the reveal event's been around so much for about two weeks. The uh, the one skew thing, October, November release date, like these are nothing new at this stage. No, and they're pretty safe bets. They are safe bets, unquestionably. They're just in time for the Christmas period with enough of a break to, um, you know, pump out mm. the manufacturing. So the only thing that I wasn't sure about was whether it'd be October or November. Like I put it in November because I think it was, I, I thought it would be, it'd be good to do it after the, the Black Friday sales because... It's being a brand new console, it's very unlikely they'll be able to put any sales on it, mm. right? So, in putting it in October wouldn't kind of make sense. However, wait, when is Black Friday? End of in October? End of October. That's the, uh, yeah, because right in Thanksgiving, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so that's why I put it in November personally, but could be wrong. PS5 launch games will, could include Gran Turismo 7. Makes sense. MLB The Show 21. No. Demon Souls Remastered. <laughs> okay. I mean that we know that, what's in talks, but I mean, uh, you know, Godfall, obviously, yeah, we know the coming. only one actually announced. Legends with a Z, yeah, a new IP you. from Sony Santa Monica Studio. So guys, okay, got a war, guys. Okay, mm. cool, cool. Mm. Um, that the, the, the second they said it might be the show twenty one, uh, I don't believe that at all. Not uh, question puts in question everything. You don't reckon MLB No, because fucking hell, hell no. A, it comes out, like, MLB comes out in March because that's right at the beginning of the baseball season. Yep. So they could come, have it come out in October because that's right after the um, right after the uh, uh, World, uh, World Series. Mm-hmm. But even then, that gives... So right now, these guys already work on a nine-month dev cycle. And then they're like, okay, you need to shrink that to like seven, maybe even less because we want it for PS5. Not happening. Absolutely not happening. So the games that will apparently be teased at the PS5 reveal event will be the Horizon Zero Dawn sequel. Yes, yeah, that's getting some like. Although once again not confirmed, there is a lot of a lot of people in the know that have been talking about Horizon Zero, and I think that's very promising. Marvel's Spider-Man sequel. Uh depending on how they're going Do you with Insomniac it. Insomniac are ready to show something. Well, they've, they've got the baseline now, right? Same thing for Horizon. Like, you, you won't have to ma- wait five years for the next one because the first time they were building the entire world. Now they have it, now they can just add to it. And the fact that they're showcasing Spider-Man in all those preview events, I think it's very likely we'll get Spider-Man. Maybe not launch day, but yeah. certainly launch like two, two launch month window. window. Yeah. Yeah. New sci-fi IP from Naughty Dog. It's been long rumored that they were doing something sci-fi. I, I remember hearing that a very long time ago, actually. Um, yeah, I'm in. But also, way too soon. Like, and that's the, like, it's coming at some point, but no. Saying that, though, uh, after Uncharted 3, they did reveal The Last of Us pretty fast. Mm. So there is, pr- there is precedence to do that, but... 
it would be something we have no release date on this. It's not even a window at this point. It's like it's something is coming from Naughty Dog. Yeah. That'll be it. You're not going to get much out of it. Cass, Horizon Zero Dawn sequel called it Horizon Fall. <laughs> Horizon One Dawn. <laughs> the Protags be uh, Yeah, Single Dusk. <laughs> single Dusk. Uh, a new IP from SIE Japan. That makes sense. Well, that, that makes sense. So Japan Studio haven't done anything in a while that I can just remember. Yeah, the last um, big thing they worked on, or at least collaborative, was the Last Guardian that I can once again that I can remember. Yeah. But that, there may have been something in there after. You, um, um, I want to say Shadow, but I think it was Shadow. I don't think it was Shadow. Shadow was Blue Point. Uh, new IP from London Studio. Hell yeah! Give me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you reckon we'll get another VR what? title out of them? I well, I think that's especially now. I think that's what London do really, really well. Like. For the longest time, we've wanted a new getaway game. I personally wanted a new getaway mm-hmm. game, but then we got Blood and Truth instead, which is essentially the getaway in VR. Um, the problem is, if it's a new IP, it means it won't be that. Well, see, this is where I'm calling bullshit. Apparently, we're going to get a sneak peek at Final Fantasy 16. No. <laughs> <laughs> took them like 12 years to do <laughs> 15 yeah but they showed later. us and then 12 years later it came out so i guess there is precedence to be like hey <laughs> i mean they showed us a game that didn't even come out yeah that's <laughs> like yeah where's um was it uh deep down or whatever it was oh that was that there that weird fishing offshoot that they had oh no that was mon- monsters no, of no, the no, deep I that. or whatever that's like i came out it's in vr it's really weird um <laughs> no no but i mean like there is there is precedence to showing of games that never exist yes and know. and Squeenix do that really well. Uh, and apparently there will be a new Resident Evil title. <laughs> sweet. Um, it makes sense. I, mean, I, presume, I presume there is a set, like the okay. team that's been doing the remakes haven't been working on the main game because I imagine there's multiple teams because Capcom is fucking huge. Um, Capcom have been doing bangers lately. Yeah, and this is the thing. So like, I, mean, I have know, they kicked no off hesitation. Monster Hunter World. Yeah. And it's just, they've just gone from there it's been so good i have had a pretty good couple of years zero hesitation it's gonna be awesome (sighs) so the ps5 specs will be almost on par with the xbox series x the leak claims the series x is more expensive than the ps5 Mm -hmm. uh the ps5 will be more powerful than the cheaper xbox lockhart Oh, which is their alleged... Which is their alleged streaming X-Cloud only X-Cloud version. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's interesting that they're... If the rumor is true that they're not on par. Because um, the, the the argument that I've made for, for the longest time is the jump from PS4 Pro to PS5 will seem more significant because they haven't had an X, right? Mm. Because, a, because a 1S and a Pro are very similar... And because they had the stopgap in the middle of the X, the jump from X to Series X is going to seem less yep. because it's just numbers game, right? Um, but it'd be pretty. Uh, it'd be interesting if Xbox do happen to release a more on paper powerful console. Yeah, because you know, as it stands right now, they do have the most powerful console, and I can't argue that. Like it's a hundred percent true, yeah. and it'd be cool if they'd have that again. But then again, power doesn't always deliver um victory like the uh dreamcast was fucking way powerful for its time and, yeah but um, what what screwed the dreamcast was you could play burnt games on it because it had <laughs> no um no drm no drm <laughs> on it you just like oh yeah i just want this game and you just slide it in there and it could work. <laughs> i had a dreamcast it was the best 
They just didn't sell well because no one bought any software for it. So the PSP, it. but in the PSP, one of the most, well, like, yeah. best hand up because everyone bought it. No one bought games. Yeah. Everyone bought the, the, the PSP, but... So there was an update to these leaks on the 21st of January. Ooh, how it is here. So it's been brought to our attention that there is actually nothing new about the slogan, It's Time to Play. It has been used in PlayStation marketing campaign late last year. Mm-hmm. Sony may be in the process of revamping its commercials ahead of the PS5, and this may be the first sign of that, but we can probably file this 4chan rumor in the rubbish pile for now. Because yeah. this is the thing, because with the name for the players, PlayStation 4, and like, so I understand why they'd want to step away from that. Um, I'm going to keep it because I couldn't think, I couldn't think of original name then, so I'm going to think of no, another one. Are you kidding me? Um, but it would make sense for them to change it. And like th- this one is like, it's simple. You get to the point. Pardon me. And, and if, if it's, because one the big argument about why they kept the logo the same is because they want to keep that consistency. Yeah. Then why not use something they've already used in a good way? Mm-hmm. Not a bad thing. How, how do you, how do you think about all this stuff? Cause I gave my thoughts as we went. What's your thoughts? Look, you know, some of it could be, you know, like like I said earlier, the launch date, you know, it's a pretty safe bet to say October, November. That's generally when new consoles release, holiday season. It's when they're going to sell the most units. Um, the reveal event being February, again, could be. They've done it in the past. But a week out from now, week and a half, that's really tight. Well, apparently the 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 arena that would that would that they would be doing it in Sony Hall has no, nothing booked on the specific date of the fifth of February. Exactly. But there's not that that doesn't mean anything. It means that they could still be there because there is no booking for that date, so it's still open. But mm. who knows? Would I personally like to see a reveal event on the fifth of February? Fuck yeah, I would. We discussed this last week. It was just like. <laughs> Gimme! <laughs> yeah, of of course. Any information that we get. Yeah. Put the rumors to bed, Sony. Oh, yeah, that's right, because the Jeff Dog was giving us all the dates. <laughs> that's right, I forgot about Jeff Dog. Um, but, yes. Yeah, what about the other stuff? What else has that got your attention? Uh, we have PSVR 2 Virtual Boogaloo. Oh, yeah. you stole my not-so-unique not so naming convention. So, we already know that PlayStation VR will be compatible with the PlayStation 5, but will Sony have a new headset in stores alongside its next-gen system? Given the potential price tags involved, it seems unlikely, but the company behind immersive virtual reality experiences like Titanic VR seems to know something that we don't. As part of an investor report, VR Education stated the following, 2020 will see Sony release the PS5 and a new version of the PS VR headset, which will further expand the high-end VR user base. Uh, the company intends to support this device with its current suite of showcase software. <clears throat> I'd say it's a safe presumption. I mean, do I would I like a, an upgraded PS, PSVR headset? Sure. Do I want controllers first? Yes. But what if What if that's the big announcement? <laughs> like, here's a new headset plus new controllers. Good. Yeah. But you need to also... The, the new controllers need to be compatible with the old headset because mm. not everyone will want to upgrade their headset straight away true but i guarantee a lot of people that have the psvr headset would love to upgrade their controllers 
Yeah, well, there was a survey done sometime recently, and one of the big things that came out of it is like, yeah, we want new VR controls. I think they like they they x out of PlayStation. I mean, at the end of the day, we're using PS3 Move ones. Yeah, man, they're not great. Talk about gnarly reuse of hardware, <laughs> eh? <laughs> that is like we have so much of these. Can we build something around this? How about VR? Yeah, it works. Um. Look, it is very likely that we'll get a... That actually, it's I'm going to say it's near but confirmed that we'll get a PSVR 2. Um, however, I don't see it around launch. Purely for cost. Yeah. Because right? you think about their, <clears throat> their main market is the US. The US, you know, majority of households barely go paycheck to paycheck. <clears throat> yeah so then a lot of them will save up for their year because that's why they tend to announce stuff earlier and earlier um so that way people can save their dollars and then for launch they can put it down on the console you it's going to be near impossible to get people to buy a ps5 and presumably a 500 dollar vr on the same day it is not going to happen. i agree but give it six months give it eight months we'll probably see it yeah. I think they may reveal it at this PSVR event. They're like, look, it's coming. We don't have a date on it yet, but this is what we're aiming for. We're aiming for, you know, higher resolution screens, 1440p or something like that in there. Make, you know, get some of that, some of that screen door. <clears throat> uh, less cables, which I think is already on the, the Model 2, which I don't have. Um, you know, it's, I do. That's, it's great. Yeah. Less cables is fantastic. Fucking hate it so much. Because um, just setting it up is a bumhole. Um, yeah, and then possibly like you know a new camera and more high definition camera that tracks differently compared to the light. Uh, wireless would be a big one, but very unlikely. Or some sort of wireless adapter, which is also near impossible as it stands. Like they'd have to have PSVR tech in there. No breakout box. Put that shit inside. You know, that'd be amazing. Ghost of a Machine says, Oh shit, I was not planning on getting hyped this afternoon and here they are. Hey man, we're just chatting PSVR. <clears throat> but yeah, if they can get that breakout box internally, that's going to be the big tick in a PS5. Yeah. And like they say like, look, not everyone wants to play VR, but we're going to make it easier for you. Put it in the box. Because like when we saw those prototype pictures of, of the Xbox Series X, like the box, that's mm. a chunky looking box. And like, so the, I, I think there's no issue with chucking a bit more oomph in there and like putting the breakout box inside it. Um, Ghost Machine says the low, the low resolution of the PSVR puts me off infinitely. Totally true. Uh, it's, not, it's honestly but it's not, not that a, it's bad. It's not it's, as bad as you'd think. Yeah, it's honestly not too bad. Um, it's definitely the weakest of the PSVR headsets. Oh, oh sorry, of the VR headsets. Of the yeah. VR headsets, but it is the most comfortable of the VR headsets. Yeah. And for glasses wearers, it's 100% like the, the only one I ever picked up. Um, yes. Have you played Skyrim VR on it? Yes, I have. I did review it back in the day. Um, looks like bumhole. It looked like bumhole. It looked like PS3. But the way you play that game is instantly changed because of VR. And that's makes it so much fun. So yeah. previously, I'd be like, I would just run into a room with like hold fire in one hand and just stab shit. That was my plan. That was every room I went into. <clears throat> However, now I'm like... Ugh. Yeah. play a lot more distance game because the second like when you go to that um that sort of uh up in the mountain castle mm. thing at the start to get the claw or whatever the fuck it's right out of um that first mm. town you see his name i can't remember for life me right now um and you see one of those giant fucking spiders for the first time man if you're arachnophobic you are having a shit time 
Because it's like, oh, it's huge. And you take on a dragon for the first time. Nothing can match that. It's absolutely astounding when you first take on on that um, on that dragon. Uh, Ghost's concern is I kind of wanted to do it. I uh, wanted to kind of do a vomit, but I love the halo design for sure. Do a vomit. Oh, I guess playing Skyrim. Because the thing that I have, like, I get motion sickness very easy, right? Unquestionably, very, very easy. But... It's super weird, like the, I'm, t- I'm sure that before, but like that 45 or 30 degree tick they make you do makes me vom harder. Like I have to use smooth controls. Yeah, I'm the same. I Because that's that's juddery and that's that's worse. <laughs> yeah, I normally don't get sick in VR games. Cyberpart Cyber made me vom in here when we streamed Cyber it. Cyberpart was horrible. Yeah. I um, would not recommend that to anyone. Um, yeah, the 45 degree <clears throat> movement is gross. I hate, I, I much prefer smooth movement. Even if it means having to just play with a controller mm-hmm. whilst wearing the VR headset, I'd much prefer to do that than have like je- another one. Another thing that I hate is the teleport move. It's worse. Teleport move is sometimes very jarring because because when you're especially when you're in a battle, right? And you're like, I'm gonna go over there, and then you're facing a wall, and you go, oh, <laughs> you're doing the sprinkler. <laughs> yeah, dumb. dumb. Yeah. All right, so moving on. Uh, Silent Hill Not Dead, tweeted out by Aesthetic Gamer on Twitter and reported on by Rely on Horror, the leaker claims that the Japanese publisher reached out to numerous developers roughly two years ago in search of pitch ideas for the series. One is designed to be a soft reboot of the franchise, the other an episodic Telltale Until Dawn style game to go alongside the reboot. Aesthetic Gamer revealed the existence of Resident Evil 3 all the way back in December 2018 and stated just three months later that the remake is coming a lot sooner than people would think, and it isn't developed by Capcom's Div 1 team either. All three of these key details have proven to be true upon the game's announcement, but of course Resident Evil and Silent Hill are very are two different franchises developed by two different studios. Very much so. Um, uh, uh, I read this and I weed a little bit. Uh, because it's it's been it's been long discussed on this show how Silent Hill is my true favorite. Did you play PT before uh, it was ripped off the store? Yeah, I still have it on my console. Oh, nice. Because I have it because I Josh neither Josh nor Dylan have played it. And we're going to stream it one day. Did you see heaps of people were selling their consoles with T- with PT installed. There's like, a way around. He's got to like fuck with the network settings. Like, you, you, you already have it. You can just go download off a server. You just got to go manually trick a server and are giving it to you. But so it's super, if you've already purchased it, then it's super yeah. easy to get back. Um, but no, Silent Hill is my horror franchise. It's what I loved growing up. One, two, three. Even everyone hated on four. I really enjoyed four, which is the room. Um, like Shattered Memories was kind of poo. Um, they kind of got crapper on PS3. And I can understand why the series sort of died. Um, but I do have, I think it's, it's, it is mostly nostalgia that runs my love for Silent Hill. Um, and that's why PT made it so amazing because PT looks to be so brilliant, absolutely fantastic. Uh, it would and Konami have seemed to really kind of stepped up their their interest again in, in games. For the longest time, they like, they stopped caring, focused more on the pachinko machines and and other businesses because Konami is greater than games in Japan. Yeah. Um, but if they're making that call and they're they're heading back in that direction, sick. And uh, jumping on the Until Dawn uh, style is hundred percent a good decision because. Uh, especially within the streaming culture uh, and stuff like that, is you know, that's that's where Man of Ma- Man of Medan got a lot, probably a lot of its hits coming from people streaming it and then picking it up. Yeah. Um, 
And I think it's a safe bet, especially because Resident Evil are delivering such bangers right now. Like if you instantly put yourself in that market with Resi, you're going to have a tough time. And there is like horror games are tough to deliver anyway. Like there is such a, there is such a very difficult way as... It's a fairly niche market. It, look, it's niche already, so they uh, it, they sell less. But you, in order to make it not seem hokey and to not be shit, it's such a tight line you have to walk. Because because yeah. there are horror games made every day, and most of them suck bomb. Uh, in the chat, Ghost says a remake of the first Silent Hill would be phenomenal. Dumb yet, Robbie. If done with a similar amount of love as the Resident Evil Two remake. Now the, the difficulty is. Um, so part of what made Silent Hill like the original so good was the limitations of the PS1 so the reason the town was so foggy is because they couldn't render it so they kind of made it as part of the story yeah. so then when you go and play the, the HD remakes on 2 and 3 they remove some of that fog and the game looks actually shittier and less scary because of it so they would really need to somehow match that, that scary nature of the first and that very restrictive inability to see where you're going but also kind of tweak it enough to make it um, look brilliant now we, if, you, if they keep it as close and claustrophobic as they did in the original they'd be very easy to render. They could make it look fantastic because you're only working, walking in like small little increments. Yeah. Um, the potential for it to come out and do well is unquestionable. I think it would be really, really well. I've said unquestionable like too many, too many times. I now. think a lot of people would be keen for a new Silent Hill game. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of their fans are still around yeah. and that would definitely rally. Whoa. Okay, Ubisoftification has hit its breakpoint. So I did there. No, I say what you did there. So the poor critical reception of Ghost Recon Breakpoint and the fast drop off of the Division Two has Ubisoft rethinking their process, beginning initially with the delays on all its major titles. According to VGC, the organization's editorial team, which consists of a hundred designers and producers, is undergoing a revamp. Here's how Ubisoft apparently has been operating behind the scenes. Each studio is, assi- is assigned a specific project, but the overall direction of the publish- publisher's output is determined by the aforementioned editorial team. As one anonymous source illustrated, there were often the ideas of just one or two people getting put into every game. That's why you tended to see such similarities. This will now change, with multiple vice presidents giving a specific franchise to look after, while each of the projects will continue to be managed by Chief Creative Officer Serge Hascott, the idea is that each leader will be given more autonomy to make their assigned series more their own, resulting in the differentiation between their releases. Good. Yup. Good. Hell yeah. I would like not all Ubisoft games to be all Ubisoft games. Yeah, that like there was a window of time where that was a charm. Where like this the, the this kind of little Ubisoft very standard looking thing was kind of cool, and it was it was semi unique. And then every game fucking had it. That was the one biggest complaint about Breakpoint. I'm like, this feels like every other game. And and on top of that, it was broken. It was a mess. It was horrible. So I, I am great. I'm grateful that Breakpoint came out to push Ubisoft in a different direction. Because Ubisoft in the past, like they did it with Assassin's Creed, they are willing to step back and go, nah, we got to change some shit. So I like that they've changed this structuring back of house because by the sounds of it, by having it come back to two or three people and especially if they're not the creative types, if they're, you know, CFOs and board board members and they go, well, this makes money. Can you do more of this? And because they're the higher ups, they can't be like, no. 
I can, it comes down to yes you will, we, we will put more loot boxes we'll break it up we will use the same over the shoulder single camera setup upon discussion uh, games will play the same I mean I'm I'm obviously I've never developed a game on a game developer no, but does it seem odd to have one group of people overseeing every single title yeah it's like seven eight uh, IPs all by one person all being edited by the same team that seems crazy yeah it's crazy I don't know, that's just me. That seems crazy. Any business that comes only through like one or two people will have that because like they, those people, they approach it in a particular way and they focus and they probably have blinders on without even realizing. It's like, well, we're looking at it like this. This is how we, this is how we see results. And when you're at that level, your priority is results. Not about creative freedom. Yeah, of course. Not about creative differences. It's like what delivers your bottom line. It's the bottom line because that's the thing. Everyone forgets the games are a business, right? And that means money. Now, granted, some of those, some of those businesses flex and what they're willing to sacrifice sacrifice on but something like ubisoft although it does develop in-house a lot of it is publishing you know mm. so that like they have to focus on their money a little bit differently in the same way as ea ea don't develop any games or well, apart from like ea sports and stuff but even then like they so activision is probably a better example activision doesn't publish any games uh developing games they only publish games mm. so their their motivations are money not about creative endeavors. So having this come through someone that will oversee that studio, ideally they would have someone that best understands Siege, the best understands Assassin's Creed, the best understands, I don't know, fucking that Skull and Bone games that we haven't heard about in forever. And then, then by having it come through, it's still coming through one person, but that's person that understands what's going on. Yeah. And I grant that, and then I, I presumably they still return to the editorial team to pitch ideas and, and have it go around. But... If it's in the hands of someone that, that they've been hired to look over that franchise because they know it, because they understand it, then I think it's probably a good thing. So, like, Ubisoft, ha- they do do good. Like, look at Siege. Siege is kicking a whole bunch of butthole right now. Mm. So, they, they know what they're doing in some capacity and in some avenues. So, hopefully, they can replicate that but not carbon copy. I think where Siege differs is, like, it has just as much microtransactions as the rest of their games. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem so egregious in a multiplayer game. True. Whereas when you're paying for, um, take as take Assassin's literal Creed for, skill points, take Assassin's Creed for instance, in, uh, for for instance, you're literally paying to level up faster so you can just golden path the game and skip side quests. Yep. Like that's that's pretty bogus. Yep. And the problem, like. The problem that I personally have is the long because I kind of like Ubisoft games, and I like, I've never been I've never been uh, accepting of these business practices or like apologetic towards them, but it's just that idea of I like some of their games. Like I love Far Cry. Far Cry is dope. I really like New Dawn. You know, I like Far Cry Five. Like I loved The Division too. So could they? I hundred percent agree they could do with more improvements, and that's what I'm, I'm mm. most excited for here. And I just. Uh, the difficulty that I have is knowing that I am uh, uh, prone to liking their games it makes me kind of go, oh, it's okay. You can restructure it. I'm sure you guys would deliver it. feels kind of um, uh, biased. Yeah. Look, I hope, I hope they can separate themselves out a little bit more. Mm. I would love to see some differentials in their games. I think it's important. Yeah. Can't wait for this new Assassin's Creed. I couldn't give a shit. Man, Assassin's Creed won me back with these last two. They've been so good. <laughs> I went the other way because I went, oh, these are too dense. 
<laughs> but granted, I got them pre-release, and then so I, I got them like two two weeks before, a week before, and then I'm like, oh man, I don't have a week to finish this because then I had Wolfenstein, and then I had actually Wolfenstein and Assassin's Creed came on the same day. Mm. I'm like fuck, like they all come around a bunch of other games. They all came out in October. So instead, I decided to focus on Wolfenstein, and God, I'm glad I did. But <laughs> you know, and the problem is, I can never go back to them. I can't go back to them because they are so big. Yeah, they are. They just take up. They will take up more time than I can than I can give them. Let's jump into some quick bits. Yeah. Call of Duty will continue its marketing deal with PlayStation into the first year of PS5. So as we saw with you know originally on Xbox 360 over PS3, Call of Duty had marketing rights given to xbox and then ps4 it transferred back and it looks it's good to know that they're saying it doesn't change anything it just means at the end of the trailer it just says playstation well you know why you know why it swapped right why because it was it was based on the pro circuit to begin with and the pro circuit used to play on 360s oh yeah but then when the new consoles came out they all jumped makes sense so they had the the marketing deal with call of duty i thought it was just because they're seeing more growth in playstation they're like okay no, you they- Maybe. I thought it was I'm more pretty sure. Thought, pretty sure the the pros were playing on. Okay, the, the yeah, it makes more sense. I thought it was entirely fiscally motivated. PlayStation fans are the most brand loyal, according to a study. Makes sense. I'm pretty brand loyal. I'd argue that Nintendo people are brand loyal. Yeah, they're, they're, those they're, those people will buy the most whack controllers for. Dude, so many once again, with, with my day job, I don't know what they put in Nintendo stuff, but there's something about it, and people just people just lock on, and they. Um, way more loyal. Oh yeah. Like, maybe, okay. I they think can they can sell you a controller that'll go out of date in three months, and you'll buy that shit. Buy two away. different colors. <laughs> but I think the I think, my, I think my loyalty they mean it's like one and only, right? Yeah. Like most people that will be Nintendo will likely be open to having another console because I think they even the most diehard Nintendo fan knows that they can't play everything on the Switch. So, yeah. You know, people yeah. have uh, people have a Switch and oh a yeah, Switch and you know, Doom Eternal gameplay is out in the wild, and it looks. Awesome. Oh, it looks so dope. It, oh, man. I, I, I say so far away from like gameplay footage and anything leading up to really something because I, over time, I'm like super cynical and I'm like, uh, no, I'll wait till I can play it. And that comes from, you know, the luxury of like, it'll probably come in my inbox and I can play it. Um, but I couldn't help it. I'm like, I don't want to. So I looked at that leaked Godfall footage that yeah. was like six seconds long. Yeah. And then one of the developers came out and said, yeah, that's from like a PC build over a year ago. And then I'm like, hang on, isn't it supposed to be a launch exclusive for like a PS5 exclusive title? What you guys doing with a PC build? Well, because they didn't have the specs then, so they were specking to a PC. Looks Um, all right. Oh, but Doom looks so good. Doom looks amazing. I should really get around to finishing Doom 2016. Yeah, I re-downloaded it again. I'm like, cool, well, now Resi's done. I re-downloaded Doom. I would... Well, yeah, I think you have more time, more game time than I do. I was going to say you want to race to the end, but I'm pretty sure you'll beat me. Probably. Want to race to the end? Yeah, why not? Fuck yeah. All right, it's done. Are we, <laughs> are we racing as in, like, we start whenever and whoever finishes it first, or are we just going to time our, like, get the, get the game time completion uh, time? I don't think they're far ahead. All right, cool. We'll work it out. I think whoever, whoever can get credits quicker. All right. I probably won't be me because I won't play it. Because <laughs> you'll be stuck in GTA. 
Uh, um, but yeah, no, it looks good. Like so I so having rad. having played this at PAX, like I'm already erect for it. And see, that's why I never get put on on uh, never get put in trailers because like I'm really erect for it. Ryan Betts and four <laughs> players. That's, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> five stars. Yeah, <laughs> five star, like five dicks, uh, five <laughs> really hard dicks. Um, but yeah, no, playing it at PAX, I'm like, this thing is brilliant. It's fluid. It's brilliant. I love it. Like the the so the 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 levels were already more open, but they're dense as well. So like there's there's there are larger space. Oh, it's way more than two. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> Ghost came in late. You missed like five dicks. Um, uh, yeah, so like it's the open world, but they've got more geometry in it. There's more things in it, so it it, it feels like. It, think about like the first level in in uh, yeah, in yeah. Doom, how it's like. Yes, it's all like the rocky, cavernous stuff, but it's kind of empty. Where here, it's like from the video footage and from what I played, it's like high density detail stuff in the in the arena. Oh, it looks so good. Oh. Overcooked 2 is releasing free DLC, the Spring Festival, to celebrate the Year of the Rat. Yeah, but how good does Doom look, though? <laughs> <laughs> nah, sweet. Uh, like, that game came out, like, two years ago, and it's still getting support. Hell yeah. Uh, Ex-Splinter Cell director Maxime Belland has returned to Ubisoft as VP of newly formed editorial team. So that's uh, additional to what we mentioned earlier. They've, they've brought him back in. Does that mean he's the one like, like, hey, please come back. You're now creatively free. Make Splinter Cell. Or he's probably looking after like fucking Assassin's Creed or something. As long as every game doesn't turn into Splinter Cell now. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone wanted Splinter Cell. Guess what? All the games are Splinter Cell now. Uh, there's been a job listing at Naughty Dog. They're seeking a graphics programmer with an understanding of current GPU architecture. Both AMD and NVIDIA were mentioned. More PS exclusives coming to PC? It's possible. I think um, it, it certainly adds a little bit more to uh, David Chataway's prediction last week of a, uh, a, a PlayStation, sorry, a PlayStation launcher. launcher. Sony I think launcher? It's very possible. Um, I want to say, I don't think it's an at-launch thing. I think it's coming could possibly come later. But why the hell not? One of the discussion pieces I was looking at this week was... You know, if it's a game that's, as it stands right now, how many copies of Horizon are selling on the weekly? Mm. Probably like double digits at best. At best. But at least now they can resell it on PC at near full price. Boom. There's a lot more money to fund Horizon 2, right? So do you reckon they're going to, do you reckon, because obviously the games that have been considered for a PC release, uh, apart from... Um, coming up with a uh, Death Stranding, sorry. Mm-hmm. They're all on the greatest hits list for twenty four ninety five. So you reckon they're going to charge more than twenty five twenty four ninety five to uh, their fuck yeah on their, on their Sony launcher on their PlayStation launcher on PC? You reckon they're going to charge more dollar EDs? Yeah, why not? <laughs> I hundred percent think they will. Why would they not? Like, it's the, it's the like, granted, PC people, the PC marketplace are so used to, you know, just bottom, lowest denominator. <laughs> I only play cents for games. I don't play full price for games. Yeah. But if with games like Horizon, which is so critically well received, I think people will probably pay, like, even if they make it 40 bucks, 30 bucks, 35 bucks. Like, it's a little bit more and it'll get across the line, right? Because, you know, the idea is... Selling that PC premium. That's right. They're like, hey, this looks fucking astounding on here. And what what has me more excited, and because this is something we discussed on um, this week's episode of the Dash Gamer podcast, 
dashgamer.com, uh, where I, I, uh, I'm now a semi-regular host alongside Paul James and, of course, Dash. Um, we discussed, like, what this could mean. And the idea for me, I think I mentioned it here as well, was... Um, yeah, release release it on PC or or announce Horizon Zero Dawn two and go cool. You can only play this on PS five, but you can play Horizon one on PS on PC. So that way people get all incentivized to pay it to play so, it. Well, Dave puts in the chat that he'd pay sixty dollars for some of the exclusives. Boom, boom. <laughs> all we need is more whales like Dave <laughs> to throw money at. Them. What wait wait we? I don't give a shit. Like in terms of like Sony makes money, but. There, there, there is, there is a demand, and that demand wants it. Is it cross buy? Hell no. You know, I reckon. Hell no. You know, I reckon you'll log into your PlayStation Network account on your PC, and you won't just have whatever's available on no on PC to play. No. Nah. See, I'm also like pretty anti cross play. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not anti. It's just that I don't see it as a big issue. But um, maybe I, there's no way they'd probably be like, look, you pay. 10 bucks and you can get it on here. Like an upgrade pack. But I doubt it. They're going to make you pay 30 bucks. Well, that's it for the news, Ryan. It is. Let's have a chat to the players about GTA 6. Now, we've had, we had, like, when we did our big um, plan at the start of the year, when we were like, what do we want to talk about? So we tried mapping out show ideas, right? To try to keep, like, keep ourselves some evergreen stuff. And one thing, one of them was, Let's talk GTA 6. We're both smashing online right now. Let's talk about 6. And then sure enough, this week, a little bit of news dropped. that kind of incentivized us to talk about it this week. As Yeah, as Dave Shadowway points out, a lot of people just have PCs. They're exceptional games and would command a full AAA prices. Yep. Probably not wrong. I think, I think he's 100% spot on. And then Ghost, Ghost in the Machine, PS5 exclusive release title for GTA 6. <laughs> we'll get into that. All right. What, what what was the news that came out this week? So the news this week was that Rockstar, GTA 6 development for PS5, has been supposedly outed by a UK tax return. Ooh. So, so they give out their tax returns, but Donald Trump won't? <laughs> so basically this... Politics. This has <laughs> thrown a big spanner in the the Russian YouTubers claim of it would be a an exclusive title for PS5, a timed mm. exclusive title, because, um, yeah, if they're claiming tax breaks, they are not getting Sony money to be an exclusive. Yeah, big time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you need tax breaks, you ain't getting that sweet exclusive money. So who would have thought we would find a video game rumor inside a UK tax return? Well, that's the nature of video game industry right now. Grand Theft Auto developer Rockstar North may have just accidentally revealed that development of the sixth mainline story, or entry, sorry, in the blockbuster franchise is well underway inside its latest UK tax return. So we've pulled this from Push Square, by the way. Yes. So as described by Taxwatch UK and reported on by GamesRadar, the studio has filed for a significant increase in its claims for video games tax relief, approved on the basis that what it is working on is culturally British. As GamesRadar explains, this is a historic tax requisite that allows video game developers to seek large subsidies for high-cost productions with cultural ties to the UK. The Grand Theft Auto series has deep ties to British development, and so as TaxWatch UK claims, this tax return all but proves production of the next edition of GTA is well underway. Or at least their next big game, right? Yes. 
Awesome. 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 Because, like, the reason. So, Ghost of the Machine's asking a new GTA is it set in London? Dude, I was totally about. I was seconds from saying that because, like, back on the original. G- uh, is it in here? Uh, it isn't. It is in here. Thankfully, there is, there is. thankfully, I came prepared. So, on the original, back in the day, you had GTA 1, and then they released a GTA London 1969. Yes. Um, a cool little expansion that just set it in the world of London. Um, I think that is an exceptional thing. The only issue is, the best thing about um, GTA is it's satire on American culture. And I don't think Britain... <laughs> it's gross. The tax break is designed for indie devs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the only issue is like the, with satire in American culture there's so much more they can do because it's super easy to, to break like American like that's that really heavy western uh, construct right um, but then again we've seen it with you know with the getaway and like movies like you know like the Guy Ritchie films and mm. there's a, there's something about like that 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 UK mob sort of but idea see, obviously that, that game's been done in Mafia Three oh, of course. Se- three separate times. Two times, because Mafia 3 was set in Louisiana. Oh, that's... Yeah, my my bad. Yeah. But yeah. Mafia 1 and 2, I'm pretty sure we're in downtown London. Who's yelling at me? Um, no one. But, uh, but uh, yes. Bully was set in... Bully set in, yeah, in, in, it in was America. America yeah. in, America, in America, was it? Pretty sure. I don't know. I've played Bully, so Bully you'd have to... Bully dope, man. Dope. Was it in London? I don't know. You played it. I didn't. I haven't played it in forever. I'm playing on PS2. Hang on, is it on the shelf? Oh, no. The only PS2 games I have on the shelf are Final Fantasy X for some reason, Harvest Moon, and Playboy the Mansion. I do have boys in the other room. Damn it. But, um, yeah, that that would be mad. That would the be fictional so fictional boarding school in New England. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, New England is in, is in America. Yeah, England is England. New England, you know, like the team, the New England Patriots. Oh, what are you yelling at me for? It's based in the US. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just take you word for it. Like I said, I haven't played it. <laughs> have you not played Bully? No, I have not played Bully. Are you, are you interested in checking it out? Uh, yeah. Okay, that's fair. I don't know. The only other Rockstar game I liked was Rockstar uh, Ping Pong. <laughs> that, game was, that game was rad. <laughs> Fucking love that game. <laughs> Best table tennis game ever. <laughs> All right, so what we've done is well, we've, we've pulled up a, a Games Radar article, which has a lot of info and rumors and leaks, allegedly, about GTA. So we'll go through it, and then we'll bullshit about some GTA things that we want to see and how we would like to see it go. Um, I'm pretty sure there's probably not a whole lot. What have we, what have we got here? So take all this information with a pinch of salt. Of course. But the latest alleged GTA 6 leak comes from Reddit. User Jacko Lantern 1982 relayed a grand total of 23 details about Rockstar's upcoming game. As well as confirming that it's in development, they say its code name is Project Americas, as the game will take place over multiple countries, oh. namely Brazil in a fictional city based on Rio de Janeiro and Vice City in the US. <gasps> Heavily influenced by Netflix's Narcos, which is a phenomenal series. Uh, Cass said we're Max, we're playing Rockstar Ping Pong tonight. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, you can find the information from Jack-O-Lantern on any two below. Obviously, you can't because we're reading the article. Mm-hmm. Along with details from a separate potential leak on Fire Den. So, the first bit of leaked news. The next GTA title has been in development since 2012. Production didn't begin properly until 2015, but even then the team was focused more on Red Dead 2. Yeah, I think makes sense. there's probably a lot of pre-production, probably a lot of designing and planning. So when they say production, that includes pre-production, so <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I could play Diablo uh, 3 so with you, man. 
So like I've got what that they're saying, this discussion is all well and good, but the real question is who's playing Diablo 3 with me tonight? Oh, my wife loves Diablo 3. I'll totally get her on. Um, I mean, it's a no-brainer to say that Rockstar is we're going to be making another GTA game. Well, the thing is, they've like, been workshopping games. Like we, it's known they were workshopping Bully 2. Like they have pitched ideas and they were seeing where it was going and they're fleshing it out. So when they say production, it's not active production. I guarantee it's been in pre-production since 2012. And if it is coming, I guarantee it's in it's in production probably three months, four months before the release of Red Dead 2. So yeah, if anything, I mean, we'll be not- getting this, what, maybe two years at the end of the PS5 life cycle? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, it's what Rockstar do, don't they? Yeah, it's always a little <laughs> bit later. So what, what On is- the Switch. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so when when did when did uh, Red Dead came out? Not last year, two thousand eighteen, yeah. right? So they've had a year and a half. Oh, it's just shy of two years of active development. So it's another Rockstar Worldwide production. No, Makes sense. So no, yep, no using thing. all the studios, so Rockstar, Rockstar North, Rockstar. I want to say Cambridge, but I think that's wrong. There's a bunch of different. There's Rockstar Vancouver. Yeah, there's Rockstars everywhere. Uh, the code name is Project Americas, which was listed in the article earlier. Set in both Vice City and the new fictional location based on Rio de Janeiro. Vice City is a like, it would be awesome. I put, like, would you rather see them return to Vice City because they've they've returned to Los An- um to like San Andreas and they've returned to uh, Liberty City, or would you rather use a new location? See, my we'll get to this a bit later when we when we talk what we want to see, but I I'd love to see all of them. Give me a really big map. Give me all of them. It's a lot of dev. There's a lot of dev, but I mean, Rockstar are up to it. It's not like, you know, they're a, they're a, a one game a generation guys. Mm. <laughs> uh, in the chat, Ghost Machine said, Grand Theft Auto Fire City 2 would fly off the shelves. 100%. So there will be some linear missions that take place in Liberty City, but it isn't an open world. So think Ludendorff in GTA 5, where you go back to the area... You have your specific mission there, and then you're back to Los Angeles. Oh, it's like the opening of GTA yeah. 5. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's linear missions there, but it's not explorable. Makes That's sense. That's a good way to make the world feel bigger. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could do that in San Andreas, too. You could catch a flight out, right? Yeah. So Craig comes in. GTA 6 will be set in space. Ooh. Uh, That's, so- That's vibrating right through the mic. I'll do that. Sorry about that. Sorry. Uh, the game will balance realism and arcade, and it won't be as realistic as Red Dead 2. Understandable. Good. So I don't need to worry about eating or any of that other... Or vacuuming my horse or whatever, <laughs> vacuuming the, fuck, my horse. whatever the fuck you have to do in that game. Um, which makes sense, because this is the thing. So uh, we, don't want, we don't want GTA to be a survival game. Do you think that in terms of, of quote-unquote realism, that like GTA 4 or 5 was, is more your angle? Of how you liked it, how you like it to play, like GTA Four, the cars controlled heavier, like suspension was actually a thing, and you know just sort of like- okay. So you've been playing GTA with me for a little while now, yes, and you've come to the understanding that I am garbage at driving in any video oh, game. Oh yes, you are. So it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, in terms of really even combat, right? Like in GTA Four, a, a fight wasn't just two punches and they're dead. Okay, so there was things that I liked in GTA Four that they took out of GTA Five. I really liked that. If you were in a head-on collision, you were flying out that front yeah, window. you're fucked. That was awesome. And they took that out. And that kind of bummed me out a little bit. Like, I really enjoyed that realism mm. of it. That was cool. Or if you got on a motorbike and you took off too quickly, you wouldn't put your helmet on. 
and you were fucked <laughs> yeah. if you fell off. Like, that was cool. Like, that they should have kept that. Yeah. And I think that was the differentiator between them and Saints Row. Because Saints Row was like, we're dumb. Here's a dildo gun. Woo! <laughs> and I think the differentiator was that these guys were more serious. And I did like that. I loved that a lot in GTA yeah. 4. But granted, there were some things about that super realism that made it not quite as fun. But I think it's better from a storytelling perspective. <laughs> Bring back going to Hellblades. What's that cast says? Bring back going into Hellblades. The, the helicopter lights. Oh, you get oh yeah, in. that was so much fun. Yeah. So there will be one playable protag, male, not female, despite the supposed leaks. Yeah, I can remember there being a, a female protagonist. What, what's your stance on that? I don't give a fuck, personally. Personally, I don't think it matters. I think there would have been more of an uproar if it was a female protag, because generally lots of crazy stuff happens to the protagonist yeah look yeah i think in terms of because yeah there's a lot of horrible shit happens to it but in true quality fashion i'm like all right fucking bring it if they like it's it's i think it's different to like ghostbusters my kids breaking in it's different to like ghostbusters or any of those sort of reboots hey, with that in mind like if if they can deliver a ripper story with a female protagonist that I'm totally in. Yeah, it, it honestly wouldn't bother me playing as a female yeah, Not even a little character. bit. I wouldn't, no. It would make zero difference to how I play the game. I think it would be a great... Because it, it would put GTA on its head of, of how it tells its stories because it is a show about, you know... Like, it is masculinity and masculine within American culture, right? And I think it would be very interesting to, to show <clears throat> that world through a female perspective. The problem is, the I believe majority of the writing staff are male. Well, I think this next, next leak might be a reason why we have a male protag instead of a female. So it's going to be set in the 70s and 80s. Okay, yeah. If, if so it's set within that time. So you're going yeah. to be playing a essentially a drug runner in the 70s and 80s. A male protag does make sense. That would be pretty cool because if... It, uh, it, uh, cause it could be very Scarface. Obviously, not, not um, it's more Colombia than Brazil, but yeah. like... That would be pretty cool, like because you're doing that drug runnery sort of stuff. So you play as an up and comer, up and coming drug lord wannabe named Ricardo. There is another key character called Casey, is um, and they are a part of the narrative. You start off as a grunt doing runs as a cocaine smuggler from Vice City to the new large South American area before making connections with big time drug lords and making your way up in multiple cities. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, there'll be a giant prison, which will play a part in the game. <gasps> prison break. There will feature it, it. will feature a chapter system similar to Tarantino flicks or Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm-hmm. Weather will be a heavy focus. There'll be hurricanes, floods. That'll be rad. Oh, adding like natural disasters. Man, and if stuff I can in? fly a plane into a hurricane, you know, you know, I'm, no, I'm, that. I'm storm chasing. <laughs> I'm not playing this game. I'm storm chasing. <laughs> uh. Sorry, my kids no, no, throwing right. balls around on the table. Um, the buildings will change over the eras, vehicles as well. So the older, the rarer the classic car gets, the more expensive they will be to purchase as the time progresses. So there'll be a full economy. Okay, because like that, that was one thing I really enjoyed. Um, one, one thing I really enjoyed about was like the stock and how you and how your actions within the game affected the stock market. Yeah, I really enjoyed the stock market in GTA 5. I really wish they were going to bring it to GTA Honestly, Online so, like they, so exploitable in, like in they, GTA Online. Yeah, but obviously with the it being so exploitable, they couldn't do that. 
Uh, so it's going to be heavily inspired by Narcos on Netflix. I've watched that. Yeah, apparently, it's really, that really is good. So good, so good. So does that excite you even harder? Oh yeah, they want to have an incredible seventies and eighties soundtrack. Oh yeah, so they, that'll be that'll be great. Um, a younger Martin Madrazo will make an appearance, as will his father, who is a big drug lord at the time. Awesome. He'll do some missions for the Madrazo family involving hits on other gangs. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, drug Empire Building is a mechanic similar to Vice City Stories, but bigger. Think GTA Online system, but dial it up to 10. That was one I did enjoy that. For some reason, I was thinking about City Stories the other day. Mm. I was like, man, they were, they were kind of all right. They, were, like, they had some interesting changes in them. But the problem is, because um, I only had my PS2, I didn't have my Vita, which is probably not a bad, uh, sorry, I'm on PSP. And oh, I probably could set up and play if I really wanted to. You can only have weapons on your person. There will be no arsenal in your back pocket like in Red Dead 2. Oh, or like Red Dead 2. Make me damn. Your personal vehicle will be your horse saddle in Red Dead Redemption 2. All your equipment stored in the trunk. You'll store your body armor in the car. If you wear it, you actually put it on. It appears like you're wearing it. There's no longer just invisible armor. Rad! There'll be tons of subtitle reading. Think Max Payne 3 amounts. It's very immersive, like watching an episode of Narcos, whether you're in South America. Whenever you're in South America, don't expect to hear any, hear any or much English. Vice City, however, it's a mix of everything, but they mostly speak English. So it sounds like whichever region you'll be in, they'll speak a, a local dialect and you'll have to subtitle it. That's rad. That's awesome. Um, for those that have difficulty reading, it's going to be tough. There needs to be some accessibility options there, but yeah. if that's, if that's the, the way they want the game to play... As long as they don't do... Um, similar to Death Stranding, the, the subtitles in that were bogusly small. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, cause, because there there would have to be that accessibility option in the same way that like uh, Ghost of Tsushima allegedly has an English voice track and a Japanese voice track. They would have to do something like that. Uh, the last bit of narrative info it will be it will discuss topics such as HIV and the immigration crisis of the time. Cool, a fictional version of Fidel Castro, for example. Rad. Mm. Next gen only. This will not be coming to PS4 or Xbox One. Understandable. Uh, GTA 6 is now their primary focus alongside another title, which might be Bully 2. This game is still in pre-alpha, so all names, locations, and details can and probably will change. There is no ETA on a release date. Expected. Um, the leaks from Fiden, edited for clarity... The game is set in modern-day Liberty City. The oh. beginning of the game is reminiscent to The Wire. Oh, cool. Police officers are trying to crack down on gang and drug ring based around a nightclub. There are four main characters, two police, two gang members. The plot then twists and goes to upstate New York where it becomes more crime noir. Think Ozark and Breaking Bad. <gasps> it will have twice the amount of dialogue as GTA V and really crazy plot twists. The main story splits after a while. The earliest release will be holiday 2021, no but chance. the better guess would be later 2022 or even 2023. That's very different from the first one. Yeah. I'm more inclined to, to for the, the earliest release date, I would I would imagine 2022 at the earliest. I can't I can't see this coming out anytime too soon. Yeah, it's it's not for a couple of years minimum. Um 
especially because like granted it's you know, we're, we're, presumably we're two deeps in two years deep into active development or at least current like because it didn't say when these these this could be an old article scrap to the top when was the last time this was edited uh two days ago oh shit okay <laughs> but i imagine their development time is quite lengthy uh because i, I want to make it really good i suppose um it's funny it's now that because coming into this thing i thought i i didn't really have an idea of what i wanted from it from a gta 6 like i hadn't put a lot of thought into time area i just kind of i thought it would be interesting to because even even the world we're in now because once again they always did incredible satire of what the world was currently facing um the the big divisionist that setup that we have now in the world i th- thought it'd be a great place to comment to commentate on however having it set back then fucking a i think it'll be good um it's a nice change of pace for, from doing something that's always so modern mm. especially with how long we've spent with gta 5 like granted a lot of people are just playing the online portion now it's still very much in that same world of it's it's very modern it'll be nice to go back and have that different dialogue, I think. Mm. Well, and I th- and I think by shifting it away from from that from this time from this time window, the you know modern mm. to a seventy eighties, a it's stylistically entertaining because if you kind of ham up that seventies eighties vibe, like it's really cool shit to look at. It's fun. Um, I think having it narratively focus on a single character is good. I did really enjoy in GTA five, the sort of the dichotomy of, of each of the individual characters representing part of the GTA fan base. You no, know, you know, cause they, they all kind of, they all had very different character traits to yeah. character development. And uh, I thought that was a really cool way to tell multiple stories in the one. However, I do think you can do like similar to um, red dead Two. But having a single narrative on a single person can get really heartfelt, focused, deep story on one person. Yeah, you obviously feel for a character more if it's a single if it's a yeah. single character that you're that you're caring about as opposed to splitting your your feelings between three. Uh, granted, there were some great comedic things so between. That keep banging. There was some. I'll get up and grab it in a second. There were some great comedic changes between the three characters um especially uh trevor mm. trevor was great you'd be like you'd be playing as one character and you'd be like oh I'm, I'm gonna go check out what trevor's doing and then you see yourself climbing out of it like dumpster or like that, that was good it it changed the pace of the game which was which was nice mm. but but if they're going for that more realism trevor is not a real person his beha- like his behaviors, the way they portray his character, he is the you know the personification of the the big hunk of the uh, uh, GTA fan base that are young that are there just to murder, explode, and just cause havoc, right? So he's not a. If anyone did what he did in person, he would be prisoned. Like yeah. there is no way that you could survive as long as Trevor does without being arrested. No, I agree. Um, or fucking killed by police. Like, you know, so by, if they hone that realism that, that they're allegedly planning to according to these leaks, that would be a good move. And I think that would be a good move to make it more realistic. Now, there is that tough balance because like there is, uh, with Red Dead 2, some things did go a little bit too far 
but it is all world building. Like when I was playing it, I grant I never finished it because uh, it was just too dense and there was just too much coming out mm-hmm. at the same time. Maybe I'll go back and finish that. I was very close. Um, just when you start getting into the nitty and gritty mm-hmm. wind of it all, it kind of didn't seem so fun. Yeah, we'll see. But adding to what um, Ghost Machine said in, in chats here, surely they'll be thinking about GTA roleplay for this title considering the popularity on Twitch. Uh, it'd be crazy not to do it in, in-house and monetize it. And I think if they structure it more realistically, it's very similar to um, to Red Dead Online. Like Red Dead Online is still very silly because it's Red Dead Online, but like it's a bit more grounded because because it's in the Western, they can't have flying cars and flying motorbikes and tanks. And so how they how it's played is very different. And I think they yeah. could do the same thing here. Um, but having it spread over multiple locations is is a really good idea. I think that will, the big thing for that is making the world seem bigger and larger because it's all cool to play in this one town or suburb or, you know, sort of city. Well, that's, but if you want to feel the world of GTA. Well, that's the thing. You look back at the old GTA games, let's take like San Andreas and Vice City, for instance. Mm. They both had three major cities. Now, mm. each city was unlocked through story missions. You could go there earlier but you it would instantly give a well, yeah, four GTA star 4 rating had the three islands yep yeah they've they've always always had yeah three items or three major cities or or what it, what have you and then gta 5 rolled along and it was just the one city mm. well it was this there was districts there was the there yeah. was the main city then there was like sort of the 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 country which is up in like blaine county up, yeah. up in the north and then there was all like the forest. So there were different biomes, I get for lack of a better word. Yeah. But but you could go everywhere from the start of the game. Nothing was blocked off to you that you couldn't get to straight away. Which is, which is more real. Yeah. Because having blocked off areas is more gamey. Cause I, like, mean, I mean, you know, they, they obviously had it with the, the excuses were, had, were always the bridge is being repaired. But why would you receive a, a big star rating for jumping the gap and making it on the other side? Like, yeah. Who's monitoring that? Like in terms of if they if they want realism, yeah. Why? Because does that mean everyone everyone if they were to cross that bridge, no matter who you were, NPC, whatever, would they have the same result? So it's a gamey. It's a very game. Oh thing. yeah, of course. It makes it a bit tough. But GTA Five, if they want that, you can go anywhere from the start. Well, that's very real. I'm liking if if these leaks turn out to be true. I'm very intrigued by this. Big time story campaign. Yeah. I, I'm a I'm a I'm a long time fan of GTA. I have pretty much all of them except for GTA Advance because I've never had an advance a, a Game Boy Advance. I have them all in my house. Yeah, um, I love them, love them. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hesitant until some more official. We won't get anything official for a while. But uh, oh, I cloned us in the chat, guys. To be honest, the city was more realistic in size compared to the weird mega dense cities of San Andreas. I agree. Oh, this is for I assume Liberty City. He's talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the other problem that we're that we're facing, uh, the, 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 once again, it's very gamified. Is these these islands? Hmm. Like San Andreas is this big island. It's like how it works. You know, what I mean, like yes, yes, everything is an island technically, but the, you know, it doesn't quite seem right. So, how do you connect them all together? Obviously by flying, but then is this world map just a bunch of random small islands? Like, but then it's better than having a big invisible wall on the yeah. side of the map. I mean, it does depend on if that's if that's the way they go with it. Like, especially if they're saying that it's between these two cities and one city's not an open world city. 
where you're only going there to do your specific mission and then you leave. They don't even need to map that. True. Very true. I love that idea so much. I love that idea. Because, like, you can't see that Ludendorff area on the GTA 5 map. You can get to it if you break the game. Yeah. You fly far enough, it's there. <laughs> um, one thing that we'll discuss is online. Because how they're going to roll this over. Now, granted, if the PS5 is backwards compatible, as they're claiming it to be, then you can just maybe, maybe they make a, a separate GTA online app. So it's the same as stuff on 5, but it's now a separate thing. So you don't have to pull up GTA 4, every, GTA 5 every time, and you can play it on next gen. Probably the safest bet. Well, you can buy GTA online as a standalone product. You don't actually need Wait, GTA what? 5. Really? Yeah. Where? There's an online edition that you can buy that just has online. Oh, what? That's awesome. So that exists already. Like, that could be... Okay, there you go. See, my issue is... No, I, I personally haven't done it, but a lot of people have spent a lot of money on this game with their shark cards. And you can you know everyone's buying them because Rockstar making a mint mm. off GTA. Now, if, yeah, it's basically it's basically an MMO. But if... If they make a new GTA Online, are they wiping everyone's characters and we're starting again fresh? Meaning whoever spent money on the game already for their online dollary dues has been a waste? There is some difficulty. They've had nearly 13 years, 10 years of time with this one game. That is a long run. Yeah. Like that is, if everyone cracks the shits now, it's not as if everyone's played this game for a year and then they pull it. Like this has had a de- a near decade of support. So if if they were to up and move, they've served their community longer than they intended. So we've got Chataway. I honestly don't know why they don't make GTA Online a free to play game. They could do seasons, make so much money, and not need to do any new numbers or worry about losing or transferring playbase. Very true. Um, but one the the problem here is the infrastructure of GTA Five is PS3. It's it's old yeah. gen. So they need to rebuild it from the bottom up. And like I, I know like World of Warcraft did it once. I think it was, there was an expansion that they released that essentially remapped everything. Like whole new textures. Just comp- it looked nothing like the original. It's like when they moved from that old World of Warcraft mm. to the new, right? So it did look completely different. And they'd have to do that here. But the, the bones of it is what could be solid but needs work. Um, and if it is in this different time period, how do you bring those characters over? It's not possible. Well, see, my... My solution to that is, it sounds like if the leaks are true, it's built into this game already. You fly your plane yeah, to- time, time to, zone, dude. Oh, I'm aware of the time difference, the time jump. Mm. Maybe we're getting in our DeLoreans and we back to the futuring, <laughs> back to GTA Online for GTA 5. Possibly. The DeLorean's in it. Mm. You can buy one. It's a bit much. <laughs> bit it's of a stretch there, It's mate. a bit of a stretch. But I would like to be able to go back- to GTA 5 and use all my stuff. And then when I want to just hop to GTA 6 world. Like, I think may- maybe possibly you could transfer the, the money, but even then that, w- like for some people, especially those who've done money hacks, uh, like if you're like, hey, yeah. here's the new game and I instantly have $3 billion. Yeah. Like that breaks the gamer's economy in a second. Like, I think there's nothing wrong with going full start. Because they've had ten years, and I guarantee the game will probably still be supported up until a window of time. Like just GTA Online on PS3 is still playable today. Oh yeah, of course. But it stopped being supported a little while ago. 
Yeah. I, I think I think you're right. I think they will just just wipe it. You'll make a new character. You'll start you'll start fresh. But yeah, I th- I think a lot of because I think of you'll t- be given enough notice to be like, hey, maybe stop buying shark. Maybe cards. stop buying shark cards. Nah. They, want, they want that yeah, shark card money. money. They want to trick you. Yeah. They want that shark card money. Yeah, it's true. I know. I'm 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 personally super sold on the idea of GTA Six. I want it. I need it. Um, but I can wait. Oh, you'll be waiting. Yeah, we're waiting for a very long time. This is not something that's happening tomorrow. Something that is happening. <laughs> <laughs> but that's... Let us know what you think of GTA 6, the rumors that we've mentioned, all the little... The things that are, that have come up in the, in, in the ether. What are, What's the things that you want to see? What are the changes that you want? Let us know. Comments below. Uh, Discord, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook group, all that stuff. But um, as, as Max alluded to and, and, and setting up my poor segue, uh, GTA 6 is so fucking long away. But let's check out the games that are coming out this week in a section we call Coming to the Players. I'm basically going to read the drop. Now, bear in mind, this is from the US PlayStation blog, so not all dates will coincide with our releases. Some releases won't even happen. We always have to put that asterisk on there. Because <laughs> as it stands right now, there's no way for an Australian-only one. Um, we don't even have the top-selling games right now because I know PlayStation uh, Australia mentioned they were updating it in some way mm. and they haven't done it yet. I'm very keen to see. So the new PlayStation games for January 28, 2020. We have Ark of Alchemist, PS4 Digital, out the 30th of the 1st. Weeb shit. <laughs> Autobahn Police Simulator 2, PS4 Digital. Autobahn the as the German Autobahn, not the shop. <laughs> Bookbound Brigade, PS4 Digital, out the 30th of the 1st. Code Shifter, PS4 Digital, out the 30th of the 1st. Coffee Talk, PS4 Digital. I've got an email about Coffee Talk, actually. So you're, you're essentially a barista. People come in and just kind of like share their problems with you. So it's, 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 it's in essence, is a talking game. So you're a bartender. You're a bartender, almost. You mean coffee. <laughs> but, that, but then you get to, but it's also that, that awesome fly on the wall stuff that being a bartender or a barista allows you to do. Because have like, you ever worked in a bar or, or as a barista? Mm. Yeah, because like, you can just sit there and you just like watch people and you're just like, this is fascinating. We have The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing 3, PS4, digital, out the 30th I hope it's of the 1st. Like, like the first two. <laughs> the Inner Friend, PS4, digital, out the 31st of the 1st. It Came From Space and Ate Our Brains, PS4, digital, out 30th what of the 1st. What a fucking name. Awesome. <laughs> Journey to the Savage Planet, PS4, digital. Kentucky Route Zero, TV edition, PS4, digital. Quidan, Azuma Mana Story, PS4 Digital, out the 31st of the 1st. Load Runner Legacy, PS4 Digital, out at the 29th. Mad Age and This Guy, PS4 Digital, out the 30th of the 1st. Milo's Quest, PS4 PS Vita, Digital Oh, Milo's a dog! Music Racer, PS4 Digital, out the 29th of the 1st. Ooh, Ooh, Ascension. PS4 Digital out the 31st of the 1st. Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire, PS4 Digital and Retail. Pro Deer Hunting, PS4 Digital. Saboteur. Uh, it's, it's an exclamation mark, therefore I presume it's mm-hmm. Saboteur! <laughs> PS4 <laughs> Digital out of the 31st of the 1st. A bit first. of French flair to it, there's a ninja on the front. Shadow of the Ronin, that PS4 is Digital. a garbage as fuck picture. <laughs> 
There's literally clip art of a tree of trees with a text box on it. So bad. Sisters Royale, five sisters under fire. PS4 Digital out 29th of the first. <laughs> Throw anything. PSVR Digital out the 30th of the first. Top Run, PS4 Digital out 29th of the first. Vigilante Runner, PS4 Digital. Willie Jetman, Astro Monkey's Revenge, PS4 Digital out the 31st of the first. And that's all we have. Nice. I Not think, a single game of note. Uh, the big one would be Pillars of Eternity 2. Yeah, I'm sure. For some. Sisters Royale sounds completely not some kind of creepy weeb. Well, I, very, I originally had a quick quick peruse of it, and I thought it was a, like a battle royale game. Nope. It's not. It's a dating sim. Uh, the first new game in 12 years from Alpha System, the team that bought you the shoot 'em up Castle of Shikigami 3 in the Castle of Shikigami series. Funny that. Five uniquely talented sisters are squabbling over which of them will marry the angel Yashin. Enjoy Fucking the heroic lame. strategies of all five. Yeah, man. That's weeb as. <laughs> I got no time for that. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, that brings us to the end of the show, which is convenient because I'm a fucking monster of a headache. So my child, in his almighty fucking shitness, decided to put all his little toddler effort when foreheaded me like, oh, with, with the back of his head. So a little bit of a, bit of a lump and a bit sore, and uh, it's jacked my neck. And I it's thought just, he like I thought you were gonna say like Roland stomped you or something. That would be more epic. No, he 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 did the whole like just full leap of faith back <laughs> for every bit of toddler energy directly into my forehead. I felt my brain go like, and then go back to its original shape. What a jerk! It hurts so bad. I'm still fucked up about it. Um, but anyway, yeah. Thank you very much, everyone, for watching. As always, this is where Max closes it out. So this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services. I'll start that again. That was horrible. This PlayStation conversation happened every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on your podcast services, including Spotify and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you want to join in that PlayStation conversation, head on over to our Facebook, our Discord, Twitter, Instagram. All the links are in the description below. If you want us to watch the conversation as it happens live, head over to twitch.tv slash thebobcultures on a Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. Australian Eastern Time. Except for next week. Next week, uh, we'll probably do Sunday Sunday, because I've got a, a, a wedding of friends of mine. Um, how inconvenient of them to not consider my podcasting requirements. Uh, but yeah, no, that used to be a uh, paywall. Uh, I think paywall behind our Patreon. We are like, fuck that paywall. We pulled that wall down and we opened it up so everyone can come watch the show live. But if you still want to support us on a Patreon, you can at patreon.com slash thepopculture. Support us at any dollar value. There's a couple options there. It doesn't matter really. It's all about how much you would like to provide but you don't have to of course no obligations if you want to support us in another financial way by buying our merch head over to popcultures.com slash shop where you can buy shirts and other sort of shit with our logos on it the store is currently on sale about 35% off uh, especially the time of recording so I don't know what it's going to be like in a couple of days <laughs> either way uh, and we are on Twitch we're doing lots of games uh, so Thursdays 8pm is the Twitch time we would have done the Royal Rumble stream yesterday Royal Rumble is today, the day this episode goes up. Yeah, cool. Right, You're super confused. Right now it's Saturday, so it's two days away. I'm got, I've got that Rumble hype. I'm feeling it. Let's get excited. I've got really good numbers. I'm stoked with my numbers. Oh, with the sweep. Yeah, yeah. I got like 24 and 26. I'm, I'm right in the middle. I, I got real. Like that's how you can tell that I genuinely randomized it because I have shit numbers. So, yeah, Millie's got like number two. Yeah, <laughs> she ain't winning. Well, Millie, I, I gave Millie's numbers away to Crispy because me didn't care. 
And I've got, I forgot to put him in the list, but anyway. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players. For the players, the Pop Culturist PlayStation Podcast is fan-supported at patreon.com slash thepopculturist. And we'd like to thank our Patreon producers and our Patreon founders for their kindness, their support, and their generosity. Our Patreon founders, Alpha Ferret, Craig O'Flaherty, David Chataway, Jesse Stevenson, and Jacob Garner. And our Patreon producers, AJ Abatomi, Damien Holdies, Kyle Dunn, Lee Winterchauvin, Nathan Massetti, Paul James, Pure Mongrel, and Sean Levitt.